Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program around the country. If you're a regular listener, you'll notice that I am yet again recording a new intro for the podcast. I feel a lot of pressure now to keep things fresh so that the relationship doesn't get stale. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. Please check out the back catalogue of stories. There's some really, really wonderful work there. And please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so you can stay up to date. Consider purchasing a copy of the Queer Stories book, which I published with Hachette Australia last year. And when you've got a moment, look at My Mother's Kitchen on your phone, a collaboration I did with Google's Creative Labs. Follow Queer Stories on socials for event updates and check out Maeve Marsden on crowdfunding platform Patreon. I don't know why that sounded so sing-song. On crowdfunding, it's, it's awkward when you're asking people for money. But look, I've got a Patreon page and for a small monthly donation, you can help me to continue to run these events. Anyway, please enjoy the podcast. Brendan Howarth is a chef by morning, student teacher by day and father and husband by night. He is a soon-to-be teacher who wants to inspire the future generations to be their best selves and create a generation that spreads love and kindness. Brendan performed this story at the first Wollongong Queer Stories, supported by Wollongong City Libraries. Why can she call you Nicole, but I have to call you Toby? This question changed my life and my outlook, and it wasn't even a question for me. A few years ago, I was an eager first-year student teacher, and I was ready to inspire the future generations. I had my name tag on, my hair done, and my lessons planned. I was ready, or so I thought. This is the story of how a 10-year-old inspired me to be myself. When you tell people that you want to be a teacher, they say, oh, I can't see you as a teacher, or they ask what grade you want to teach. But no one has ever asked me why I wanted to become a teacher, except uni lecturers. They always want to know. <laughs> For me, my reason was simple. Harry Potter. OK, wait. I should probably explain that a bit more. <laughs> my year four teacher was obsessed with red shoes, marking work in silver pens, and Harry Potter. She read the book to us. She based our classwork on it. And we even decorated our classroom to look like Diagon Alley. It would have been a Pinterest dream come true if it had existed then. My teacher's love for all things Harry Potter inspired my own lifelong passion for Harry Potter, right down to the little Deathly Hallows symbol that I have tattooed on my ankle. So when the moment came for me to decide what I wanted to do with my life post being a chef, I remembered Harry and my Potter-obsessed year four teacher, who left a lasting impression on who I am, and I decided that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to inspire and shape the future generations. I was going to be a teacher. I started studying as a mature age student and before I knew it, I was preparing for my first practical in schools. I went shopping and I bought myself my teacher clothes and I tried really hard to find an outfit for myself that presented me as female but didn't make me feel that uncomfortable feeling in my stomach every time I had to look like a girl. I planned my lessons and I was ready to make a difference. Here it was, my first chance to inspire, my first time teaching students. I was ready to prove myself and the world that I was here, I was queer, and I was going to inspire the heck out of these students. I was assigned to a local school, which happened to be my school when I was a kid, and my teaching mentor just happened to be my year six teacher. <laughs> and to top it off, my class was in my year four classroom. 
Long gone were the Diagon Alley decorations of my year four class, but the classroom brought everything back. Here I was, ready to shape the next generation in the classroom and the school that helped shape me as a child. The universe really does have a perverse sense of humor, let me tell you. The school and the classroom were just as I remembered, albeit a little bit smaller. Over the weeks of my prac, I reminisced with my year six teacher about what life used to be like, how things change, which ex-students have kids at the school now, and how much I've grown, and how no one expected me to be a lesbian, but that was okay because I was happy and I was living life my way. However, that wasn't entirely true. Forced into the binary that exists within the world of teaching, where students have to call you Mr. or Mrs., I was jarringly and painfully aware of the discomfort caused by what I now know as my gender dysphoria, and I knew that I wasn't being honest or living authentically, even if the people around me thought I was. I was terrified of coming out at this stage. How many gay or lesbian teachers do you know? How many trans teachers do you know? The world is a scary place when you don't fit the norm, and boy, was I outside the norm. I stayed in the closet because I thought being a teacher and inspiring students was more important than being trans and not being a teacher. How wrong I was. I met quite a few students during that first prac. Students from my own class and students from other classes. Some students came from poverty, some from broken families. And for some students, succeeding simply meant making it to school each day. I saw little pieces of myself in each student that I met. And every time I saw them learning and succeeding in their classwork, I was becoming more and more passionate about becoming a teacher. I was watching them be inspired to learn maths and try new things and take chances. I finished my first prac with a great result and a confidence in my decision to be a teacher, no matter what it cost me. And then I met the most important student of all. After my prac was completed, I was at the local shops with my then fiance, now wife, and I ran into this young student who I hadn't had a great deal of interaction with on my prac, but enough to know her name and for her to recognize me out of school, as we all did when we were that age. And we saw our teachers being real people in the real world. She nervously smiled and said, hi, Miss Thompson. So I smiled back and I said, hi, Nicole, how are you? Then before Nicole could respond, her mum turns to her and says, how come she can call you Nicole, but I have to call you Toby? I was floored. I grabbed Yvette's hand and I glanced at her as we both begin to comprehend the meaning of the question. I looked back at, at Nicole, who looks me dead in the eye, but quickly looks away as if ashamed of what is beginning to unfold. Mother and child left the shop and I was left with my mind racing. He was this 10-year-old who was trying to live their best life while I'm out here trying to inspire kids to be their best selves, but am I really? How can I inspire them to be their best selves if I'm not being my best self? I was so caught up in being boxed into the bad influence category because of my transness that I ended up, I ended up being, putting myself into the unauthentic column. This 10-year-old had no idea, but they had just taught me more than any lecture or assignment ever did. It was in this moment at the local shops that I learned that for me to be an inspiration, to, that I had to show my students something inspirational. If this young student had been aware of my true identity, how much more of an inspiration would I have been? 
I realise my students don't need us telling them how to be their best selves. They need us to show them by being our best selves. To be the best teacher I can be, I had to be the best me. And that is not some shy lesbian trying to find a way to squeeze into a box I don't fit, no. The best version of me is the proud trans male teacher that stands before you, unapologetically who I am and ready to inspire the future generation simply by living my best life. I was inspired when I was 10 by a teacher who lived her way, in her red shoes and her larger than life enthusiasm for the things she loved. And then a 10-year-old student inspired me to live my life, my way, authentically and honestly. My dream is no longer just to be a teacher, but to be an inspiration and a light for my students who don't always fit in the box that society has tried to squeeze us into. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this story, please share it on social media and hashtag it queer stories so I can share it further with the world. Hope to see you at one of the events soon.